Welcome to the Happy Kids Podcast, produced by the Better Living Institute and sponsored by AppJudo for your software needs, BulletPad for writing lists on your iPad, and also sponsored by our listeners. That's folks like you. We're Kira and Bill Van Intersom, and welcome to today's show. Today's podcast title is Kids Are Happy, Rippin' and Rompin'. <laughs> yeah, ripping and rompin'. But hopefully it's not in my living room. <laughs> They do a good deal of that. (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, hello, everyone. Kids do enjoy being active. And here's why it's really good for them to be active, especially outside. (laughs) (laughs) Well, being active does develop muscle strength. This is something that's really important for kids' health. And it also keeps them strong and limber. Of course, that decreases their risk of injury. Well, it certainly improves cardiovascular capacity, which really means a healthy heart and healthy lungs. And for a lot of kids today who are gaining weight ever so fast and ever so alarmingly, it helps prevent hypertension and high blood pressure, which is an unusual thing to say about kids. But with the weight gain that so many have, they also have high blood pressure going along with that. So that will add to heart disease and at an earlier and earlier age. Right. And especially if they're sitting all the time and not really being active. One of the things that's really great is if you get your kids active early before they start packing on that weight, then you don't have as much trouble trying to get them to move. It's not as hard on them. Now, the more they run and the more that they play and do all kinds of that ripping and romping, that helps keep their bones strong. And that certainly helps prevent osteoporosis. It keeps their bones limber so that they're not so easily broken as well. This week, we took the kids to the park after school, and there was only like one or two days left of school, so no homework. So they were geeked, and we went to the park, and they played on this jungle gym equipment that the park has. But also... We ran down into the middle of the park, and they played on this hill that's kind of been constructed on one edge of the park. It's not really tall enough to be a sledding hill, but it's just tall enough for kids to run up and run down. Our three kids had their scooters, so they pulled their scooters up to the top (laughs) of the hill and then kind of went down on the two wheels uh, with the two-wheel scooters. Evil Knievel. (laughs) Here they come, flying down the hill. Even the baby was having fun with it. Again, she's four and a half, and hers is still the three-wheeled scooter. But she was even able to go down the hill, especially if we didn't start at the top where it was (laughs) steepest. (laughs) So one of the key ingredients, of course, is make what they're doing fun. (laughs) Give them a chance to express themselves in a fun way. And they really did burn a lot of energy that night. So when they got back home, I told their dad that, well, they should sleep really well tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Now, getting back to this body fat thing, as you might expect, it works the same way for kids as it does for adults. The more they're active, the more it does help them to decrease their body fat. That's just because, as Bill said, they're expending a lot of energy and they're burning up a lot of calories. And it also aids in moving the fat around and distributing it on the body where it belongs so that you don't have fatty pockets here and there, the hips and thighs and so forth. It also Just plain helps prevent obesity and type 2 diabetes, which is associated with obesity. 
which is starting at younger and younger and younger ages anymore. And I know the medical community is very alarmed about that. Now, along with being heavy, they end up with poor self-esteem. Kids make fun of the kids that are heavy. They call them names. They have all kinds of crazy pet names for some of their classmates who are heavy. So being in control of your weight and being active helps boost their self-esteem, helps them gain confidence, especially if they have some prowess around the playground and can do some of the major climbing and running and balancing activities there. They have more confidence among their peers. They really begin to feel comfortable in their own skin when they can do many of these kind of what we call daredevil things at the (laughs) playground. Well, sure. And it does feel good when you can keep up with the rest of the kids. I know as a kid myself, I was a bit chunky at times, not always, but it wasn't a very good feeling when you couldn't keep up with the other kids. So yeah, we try to head this off at the pass and make sure the kids get lots of activity so that that's not a problem for them. Another thing that it really does help with is things like depression and anxiety just improves everything. It improves your frame of mind and you're just better able to handle your day. So kids really need that. That's why they have recess at school. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. You know, adults should have recess at work. (laughs) I think so. (laughs) Now we want to take a quick break to thank our sponsor and we'll be back in a sec to talk about how all this ripping and ropping actually helps increase concentration. Time to thank one of our sponsors. Today's show is sponsored by BulletPad, the fun and intuitive app for writing outlines and organizing your thoughts on your iPad. With BulletPad, you can quickly create a hierarchical list of bullet points, giving structure to your great ideas. BulletPad is an outstanding tool for writers, thinkers, and folks like you. Begin organizing today. Get BulletPad for free. Just go to the App Store on your iPad and search for BulletPad. And we're back. And as you mentioned, Bill, it does increase concentration and probably for a lot of the same reasons that it reduces depression and anxiety. But one of the great things is that when you're exercising, you're releasing endorphins. And these are the feel-good chemicals that are calming. And that helps to improve your mental focus and also, they say, cognitive skills. So who would have thunk it that you could go out and play and then be smarter in the balance. So (laughs) pretty cool. Well, certainly it boosts your energy level because as your circulation is being increased and your blood flow is increased, then you're delivering more oxygen and you're delivering more glucose, both to the cells and the muscles. And this also helps stimulate your attention. You're certainly delivering more oxygen and more glucose to the brain. And that's all the brain eats is glucose. So Really, you've got a boost all the which way around. It's really, really wonderful. One of the other things that happens is when kids are calmer because of exercise, they're more balanced and their body and their mind is balanced. So they begin to make better choices and they have better behavior, which is really wonderful. (laughs) It really does help to control mood swings with the kids, getting them out there, getting them energized, getting them worn out. And they seem to be just happier and healthier all the way around. They certainly have a much better appetite. (laughs) Yeah, you know, on the way to the park, there's kind of grumbling going on. 
on the way back, they're singing the songs and having fun in the car. And it's just happier for everybody all the way around. We're also going to talk about some ways that you can get kids doing things inside the house. Now, before we go to there, the last point we want to make is that this exercise fosters feelings of happiness. And of course, that's what this podcast is all about, is happy kids. So kids who exercise are happier. With the physical fun that they're having, they fit better within the family. They play much better with their friends. And it just all around helps them feel good. And that's what we're all about, (laughs) helping kids feel good. So as Kira mentioned, we want to talk about a few fun physical activities that kids can play outside. And without a whole lot of purchases <laughs> required. These yeah, are no, they're that, not expensive. This is not <laughs> expensive stuff. These are things that most kids have already lying about. They usually have a ball or two and a jump rope, those kind of things. So we just want to talk about some of the things that you can do with kids outside, even in your own yard or in front of your house. There are things that they can do right on the sidewalk. Now, you can have sidewalk games. All it takes is a little bit of sidewalk chalk. We got a lot of sidewalk chalk at a... Mom-to-mom, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was out of a (laughs) mom-to-mom sale. And kind of got little buckets of these big, fat pieces of chalk. Well, they can draw all kinds of different geometric shapes on the sidewalk. So they can play hopscotch. They can play the games with the different types of balls. Just so many different things they can come up with by drawing their own squares out on the sidewalk with the chalk. And they can get artistic with it as well as they want to just draw with it rather than play games. But that gets them busy. They're working, they're moving their bodies. That's good too. Now, jump rope is totally a perennial. (laughs) Everyone loves it. And jump rope is a great aerobic exercise to get the heart moving, and they're jumping up and down, they're running around. It's a wonderful activity. It's very physical. Now, of course, catch is always another perennial that families love to do. It just takes two people, and generally it takes one older person, perhaps even a grown-up, working with the younger ones. just takes two mitts and a ball, and you're in business. If you don't have a mitt, sometimes the kids will just throw a ball that's softer, and that's fine, too, especially for younger kids. Right. Dodgeball is a good one. you got to be kind of careful. you got to kind of oversee that and make sure that they're not aiming for the head and aiming for other sensitive parts of the body. Yep, have to have some rules for that game. (laughs) Tag. Tag is an excellent one. They love to play that. Absolutely. And there's a variation of tag that we play at the park in the playground. Now, the equipment at the playground in our park is built up like a castle. It's uh, various pieces of wood that, you know, are constructed with bridges and towers and all these things. We kind of play a game of tag when just our kids are there or maybe with older kids at it. If there's a lot of younger ones there, then we don't play this game. But Grandma or Papa will chase them and will be the monster. (laughs) And then they have to run around, try to get away. And, of course, some of the little areas are so small, it's hard to fit grownups in there. So they get an advantage running around. Oh, and don't they love that? They love it when we're chasing them and playing with them at the park. Another thing they really like to do is, I think this is really creative, too, is just take some of your water paints 
and take a big sponge out and let them draw on the sidewalk with that. It's also really a fun activity, just like the chalk. And very easily removed at the end of the day with your garden hose, so no worries there. Right, absolutely. Now, hide-and-seek is another good one, but you kind of need to have enough space where it does make sense for them to hide and to actually be able to conceal themselves. Right, places to hide. (laughs) That's important. Now, relay games are a lot of fun. Again, you kind of have to have some organization and oversight, but relays can be a lot of fun. and. Certainly, if you have enough kids, you can do the kind like they do in the Olympics where they have to tag the person and then that person gets to run and it becomes a team competition then. Mm -hmm. Kids also like to really play with water a lot. A lot. (laughs) So we have some outside pools that the kids can wade in and play in. And also they just like to play with like water balloons and squirting the water around. (laughs) As long as they're being kind with one another. That's a really great activity. And we have some of those large water guns that um, you fill up and kind of do a whoosh, (laughs) unloads a lot of water at once. And so they like that, and they can refill them in that pool. It's a lot of fun when they're running around and shooting each other and getting wet, you know, just having fun. Yeah. Now, we need to take another break to thank our second sponsor, and we'll be back in a sec to talk about Fun physical activities that they can do inside when it's raining out. Also sponsoring our show today is AppJudo, your complete web and mobile application development service. AppJudo uses the best technologies and computer science principles to build attractive and intuitive user interfaces that your customers will easily understand and love to use. Whether you want to design and build a new app or refactor and redesign an existing app, AppJudo can help make your project a success. Visit AppJudo today at www.appjudo.com. And we're back. So first on our list of things to do inside, one of my favorites, because it has to do with music, is musical chairs. If you want to get them up and moving, you can get them in a sort of an area where they're just running around several chairs and space them out so they have to run a little bit. Then we move a chair and stop the music. <laughs> One of them gets left out. And of course, that's a game that we've all played as children, and it's kind of tried and true. Now, you don't need a huge area for that. We used to play that in my mom's basement when I was a young person. But if you don't have a basement or If you don't have a big family room or something, you can actually do it in a living room and just move some of the end tables around and maybe the main coffee table off to the side and you should have enough room to actually do it. They are circling the chairs very closely because they want to sit down and not be out. (laughs) That's right. There's a strategy involved in that game. Now, Twister is another favorite. I remember the first Twister game that we got And it was probably back in the 60s. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. (laughs) A lot of our listeners weren't even born yet. But Twister is a fun game. It's never gone out of style. It has really a lot of great elements and all the stretching and the moving. And it's great for kids because they laugh and laugh and laugh as they start to fall over. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. They do have a lot of fun playing that. And, of course, the kids have to be big enough to be able to reach the circles or it won't work out. So they have to be up to a certain size so that they can actually reach and get to the color that they need to get to. 
Now, a variation of what time is it, Mr. Fox? That's the game where someone is the fox and tells a whole group of kids, like at school, that it's such and such a time, and then they get to move forward three steps or four steps. A variation of that you can play in your home is frozen statues. Now, you can do this inside or outside, but for a rainy day, it's a great fun activity inside, and they get to move around, and then someone yells out, you know, maybe the grown-up yells out, freeze! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and they have to freeze in whatever position that they're in at the time. And it can be really, really, really funny. And if they happen to be up on one foot, they still have to try to balance <laughs> that one foot. Right. You can also do this with dancing. You can do it with music and the kids can be dancing. And then you just stop the music and they have to freeze. So there are variations of how to play the game. And our kids just love to do it. It's uh-huh. a fun game. <laughs> Hot potato is another fun one. And you get something soft, like maybe a Nerf ball or possibly even one of those stuffed kind of ball, real soft material stuffed ball. And they can't hold it because it's hot, it's hot, it's hot. So whenever they get it in their hands, they can't actually grab it. They have to immediately bounce it to somebody else. It's coordination and it's timing. It's just a really fun game. And often that object will go skew and somebody has to run and get it. (laughs) (laughs) But they they do enjoy playing that game inside. And it's a pretty good game for playing as long as you're using a soft object. Now, for younger ones, Simon Says is a really fun game. We've had a lot of fun over the years with Simon Says. And what's really fun is if you use Simon Says and you use in conjunction with that physical activity. So Simon Says, do 10 jumping jacks, you know. And that sort of thing. That really gets them moving. Another game they really like to play is Limbo. They really love to play that. Yeah, we love that one. So it's really easy. You can put just like a broomstick, a mop handle that screws out of the mop, all kinds of different things to have your Limbo stick. Then you can use a couple of chairs back to back. Mm -hmm. Initially, it can start at the top of the chairs, and then you can put it down into the, like, say, the middle of the back of the chairs if they hadn't be open chairs. And then it can sit on the chair seats to see if they can really get down that low. (laughs) (laughs) Two adults can just stand on either side and hold it as well. That's right. Sometimes works. They can. Of course, (laughs) when you get two adults, because they tend to get somewhat bored, I think. I don't really know what the reason is. But oftentimes when the kids are trying to go underneath, they purposely put it down (laughs) on them. (laughs) We never do that. Oh, (laughs) no, no, no. That's like Lucy in the football. Uh She always pulled the football out from underneath Charlie Brown. Yeah, I always like that about Lucy. (laughs) And another thing that kids do nowadays is yoga. You have so many YouTube aerobics videos. You can watch yoga with a guided instructions to go along with it. And they have a lot of them just for kids. So that's a great thing to do if you have a big screen TV. Get in the living room and put that on. We really like Billy Blanks Jr. We just love his attitude, and he has some really fun YouTube aerobics that you can do. Both adults and kids can join in and do that. We like to do it together with the kids. It's fun. So these are some really great activities that you can do inside, and we're hoping that this will spur you on to think of all kinds of things on your own to get your kids up and get them moving and into some real stimulating kids time. (laughs) Right. 
And they will drive you crazy if you don't get them physically active. And you'll find that out soon enough now that they're out of school and they're going to be home all the time. So if you're home with them, you do want to have some planned physical exercise for the kids, or you will regret it (laughs) because they don't stay quiet for too long at a time. Absolutely. They do need the break. Well, Kira, I think that's the end of our podcast for today. And I hope all of our listeners got some good tips and I hope that we got their imagination going and their juices flowing. I hope so too. Kids can be a lot of fun, but you have to play on their level. So that's our show for today. Bill and I want to thank you for listening to the Happy Kids Podcast. To subscribe to our show, go to iTunes Podcasts and look for Better Living Institute, the Happy Kids Podcast. There you're going to find all of our podcasts produced by the Better Living Institute, the Book Talk Podcast, the Healthy Tips Podcast, the Love Stories Podcast, and our two newest podcasts, the Happiness Experience, and today's podcast, the Happy Kids Podcast. At the Better Living Institute, We're creating health, wealth, and happiness, one loving conversation at a time. You can also find our podcast and view all of the great stories, photos, and links that we post by visiting our website at www.betterlivinginstitute.com. While there, please go to our contact page and leave us a comment. Kira and I encourage you to send us some feedback. You can also like and message us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com forward slash Better Living Institute. In addition, our email address is feedback at betterlivinginstitute.com. We hope you'll listen again next time and remember to share our show with your friends and family. This is Kieran Bill Van Ittersom for the Better Living Institute saying so long for now, everyone. (laughs) 